Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Twitter and Facebook went crazy today if, uh, if you follow all the social media platforms about a man who has played in League One for Lyon where he made 71 appearances in Chelsea, where we most loved him and remembered him, playing 168 times, scoring 17 goals. Remember that goal against Arsenal with the outside of the right boot into the top corner after Frankie Lampard had given it to him. At Real Madrid, a season there and a season at Inter Milan. He's perfectly placed. AC Milan, I beg your pardon, he's wearing the red. It's, it's, I was an Inter fan. Um, he's perfectly placed to answer some of these debates about European football, which seems so far away for us. But now he's here in South Africa. And Michael, thank you so much for your time. We really do appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me here. Yeah, um, maybe let's start at the beginning. How did you get there? There are so many young boys who dream of being where you are. Born in whether you're born in Accra or you're born in Johannesburg or you're born in Dakar, the same dream is I want to go play there. How did you get there? Because we understand that uh, your football development, I first uh, remember you at that uh, under 20 team, was it against Argentina at the under 20 World Cup that did so well? Uh, yeah, in Argentina, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so where did you start playing football? Was it on the streets of Accra? Well, obviously, yeah. Uh well, not in Accra, but I grew up in a in a village uh, close to Accra, called Ewutu. That's where I grew up, and then yeah, I started playing around with my friends. And you know, at the age of uh, fifteen, uh, I got called to the under seventeen side, and that's all when it started, really. Yeah, because uh, this uh, the, the academy, I haven't had the pleasure of going there. But I've heard a lot about it, the Liberty Professionals Academy, because it's not only uh, in Ghana, uh, it's also in Kenya, if I'm not mistaken. Did you play for the Liberty Professionals Academy? I, I did play for Liberty Professionals, but, but not with the academies, no. Oh, with the they senior are, team? Yeah, with the senior team, yeah. The academy was, was not there. And okay. Yeah, I think uh, they recently just did it. And my time, we didn't have any academy. Yeah. So you must have been quite a young man then playing in the in the in the senior team of the Liberty Professionals. Uh well, I was I was uh, uh, the guy who discovered me. He owns uh, Liberty Professionals, ah. and uh, yeah, he took he took me under his wings and uh, kind of looked after me, and you know, gave me the chance, and the rest was history. Yeah, tell us more about him if if, if you don't mind. Who is he? Who uh, is this guy? Because we must thank him. Well, for unfortunately, us he's, he's passed now. His uh, his name is uh, Alaji Slaiteta. He kind of uh, grew a lot of uh, young players. Uh, through through his days and uh, kind of produce uh, more players for the national team, I say, and uh, send a lot of boys uh, abroad to, you know, to live their dreams. Mm. What was the one one piece of maybe advice that he gave you and and all those other boys that you think made you succeed? Because if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the voice of uh, a famous uh, Ghanaian footballer loved in South Africa, Michael Essien, talking about what it takes to be a king. Being a king of football, um, so so what was that one thing that he told you? Because where you succeeded, there are thousands of players who have failed. No, he was uh, he was quite tough. I mean, tough in a nice way and uh, in a very positive way. And uh, he always tell us to work hard and you know be very obedient and uh, uh, respect each other. And that was his his words that I quite I quite remember up to now. And that that's that's what I did. I have to follow him and uh, work hard and. You know, I managed to uh, to live my dream. 
tell us about that dream, Michael, because it, it does seem like a dream. I mean, it's a dream that you're here even for, for Budweiser in South <laughs> Africa. And we've been fortunate enough to have the likes of Samuel Etu and other players coming recently. But when people watch on TV, it, it does seem like a dream. I often have kids here talking about, and I'll ask them the same question, where will you be in 10 years time? And they will all say, uh, I would love to be in the EPL. Or they will say, I want to play for Barcelona or Real Madrid. And you've been there. So what, what was that dream like? What did you have to do to achieve that dream? And when you lived it, how did you keep that dream? Well, I mean, I, I always say it's down to hard work. And, you know, you have to, you have to work really hard. And, uh, and obviously try and uh, have the luck on your side as well. Because uh, I love uh, young kids, young boys who, 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 who could play and uh, could not live up to their dreams. And, you know... And uh, I think I was I was lucky enough to you know to experience that and uh, and then staying uh, staying up on the top was was not easy. You have to because you were there for yeah, a long time. Eh? Yeah, you have to keep uh, working uh, even harder because uh, once you're there, everyone expects you to you know to always perform. So it's it becomes even more harder, and you have to just uh, you know what to do. You have to work hard in training and just. Uh, you know, deliver it on the pitch. Yeah. And in that amazing career of yours, I mean, there were lots of highs, lots and lots of highs. And as I was just talking about that goal um, against Arsenal, uh, for me, I think possibly one of the highs, but <laughs> share with us perhaps some of some of your highs. Was it that goal? And then there was another f- fabulous goal against Barcelona with the, with the left uh, <laughs> about some of the highs of your career. Well, I think it's one of them and uh, mostly uh, uh, winning trophies for Chelsea and stuff like that was... Uh, well, it was also good. I mean, uh, as a player, you play for for clubs like Chelsea. You always wanna, at least every year, you you wanna win a trophy, yeah, silverware. That's that's what it's about. And uh, you know, the hard work space at the end, and you know, winning them trophies with Chelsea was a uh, was a big moment for me. Mm, and I'm sure that's what people ask you about now today. Thanks to Budweiser, you guys were hanging out with some of the fans, and I, I'm sure because I saw all the all the selfies. Eh, I'm sure there's a, there's a question that they always ask you, like uh, uh, you know, as you said, the dream. But they will always ask you that question. Um, what is it like when you're close to the fans? Number one, and what is the question that your fans always ask you? Uh, I mean, uh, it's it's great to be close to the to the fans. I mean. Uh, I would say a big thanks to Budweiser for bringing me uh, down to, you know, give me this opportunity to, to be that close to the fans. And uh, mostly they ask a lot of questions and uh, mostly they ask about my goals and uh, and how I managed to get to the top. And, you know, I always say through hard work and, uh, and obedience and, you know, and a few of sacrifices and everything will be fine mm. uh, and, 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 and I guess that's one people that one thing that many people don't realize is the amount of sacrifices it takes A to get there and B to stay there I mean over 100 appearances for Chelsea that's a lot of games in a very demanding league a very physical league some of the sacrifices that, that you've had to make uh, I think for me one in particular must have been the 2010 World Cup when injury uh, forced you out do you ever think of that and think Maybe uh, th- that was one of the the sacrifices, the lows of your career. Uh, I think it is, but you know, I always say injuries are all part of the game, and once it happens, you just have to listen to the doctors, to the physios, and try to get yourself back in. And 
that's what I did. I mean, it was a very, very disappointing for me not to, not to turn up in South Africa 2010 because uh, uh, we were here, Bagana, Bagana, <laughs> and, and I remember that World Cup because it was the first time we were introduced to Budweiser in South Africa. Many okay, of us, well, great. me personally, and uh, we were there in the stadium um, and enjoying this new beer and watching Bagana, Bagana. It was uh, an unbelievable memory. Yeah, it was. It was, and uh, I mean, Ghana, Ghana did really well as well, and. You know, first time the World Cup was has come to Africa, and uh, I couldn't get a chance to represent. But I mean, it's one of those things, and you have to, you know, life still goes on. Yeah, it's Sky FM ninety five point nine. We're having a discussion here with Michael Essie, and you can tweet us using, uh, uh, you can tweet me at Musi Whitehead. The hashtag is the home straight, and uh, we say thank you to the guys at Budweiser for bringing him out there. They're giving an opportunity for fans, fans across the world, to get closer to the EPL and La Liga. And remember that uh, this is includes fans here in South Africa, where you get the opportunity. To, to meet and get close to the stars. And today they had uh, a, a wonderful activation with Michael Essien. But let's not forget our Bafana Bafana guys were also there. Aaron Mbazo Mukwena was there as well, playing alongside the likes of Michael Essien. And the fans got an opportunity to interact with him before the start of uh, these leagues coming up this weekend. When we come back, he'll give us his thoughts on those leagues, A. Eh? And uh, we wrap it up with uh, a magical moment from uh, yesteryear. John Pansil for Ghana with what in all likelihood will be the last kick of the match. Here we go. Barteng's there. Keeper's lost it. Appy is there. Blocked on the line. Blocked on the line again. Has it gone in? Flag goes up. And the officials are going to have to step in here. Well, it's a red card. It's been blocked on the line. Does this mean Ghana have got a penalty with the last kick of the game? Oh, I do not believe it. It didn't cross the line, but it's a clear handball. What a moment for Asamoah Jan. What pressure on those shoulders. Suarez leaves the field in tears. Asamoah Jan for Ghana. Oh, and he's missed. Oh, I cannot believe it. And it was the last kick of the game. It's 1-1, and we are headed for penalty kicks. The home straight. The home straight. Kaya FM 95.9. I will not forget that moment as long as I live. Oh, 2010 World Cup. Where were you, uh, Michael, during that moment? I, I was at home. I was watching the game with, with the family. And it was... Uh, we were all very sad, you know. I mean, but it happens. Mm. Yeah. And I guess it was sadder for you because you're thinking, I could be playing. Or were you not? Or you yeah, I mean, if, if I was fan? on the pitch, he, he would be the one to take the penalty because uh, yeah. he always takes the penalty. And, you know, I mean, uh, I know some, some, some fans are not happy with him, but I mean, it could happen with anyone. So. That's very true. And he scored yeah. again in the penalty yeah. shootout. He yeah. has the courage to, you know, to go on and score. And so. It happens. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> and I remember just being in the stadium at the 2010 World Cup as we supported Bagana Bagana, Bafana Bafana out of the tournament at that stage. And uh, South Africans adopted uh, the, the Black Stars. And what a magical time it was during a very cold winter. We're joined in studio by Michael Essien, who's here in the country. He is uh, promoting the EPL and La Liga season's about to kick off. And uh, he will settle once and for all at the end of this for many people who keep saying... Is it La Liga or is it EPL? 
He's played there and he will tell us. But Michael, <laughs> just maybe your thoughts on being in South Africa and why it is you're here. Um, how has it been so far? Uh, so far, so good. I mean, I always loved uh, to come to South Africa. I mean, I always feel at home when I'm here. And uh, thanks to Budweiser. And uh, the main reason why I'm here is uh, they appoint me as one of their the ambassadors and uh, for Budweiser. And uh, I mean, uh, they've got a sponsorship to... Uh, to run the EP and the La Liga, and uh, they appointed me as the ambassador, and uh, I'm very oh, wow. glad and delighted to be here and uh, be part of this project, and also uh, we're trying to inspire the young ones as well. So uh, it's, it's a very good project, and hopefully things uh, things go very well. Yeah, and we and you know we we're not we're not going to hate on them because we know that they're very close to us here in South Africa. We recently had the Calling Black Label Cup, which of course is in that uh, AB InBev stable, and that was a big derby between uh, Kaza Chiefs and Orlando Pirates uh, last weekend. Uh, so it is uh, they have been sponsoring sport in South Africa for a very long time, and glad to hear that they're now getting into those leagues. So tell us your experience because I'm not sure that you can compare the two leagues. Are th- is one better? Because some are saying, look, we had four English teams, two in the Champions League final, two in the Europa League final. And others are saying, well, if you look at the history, the Spanish clubs have dominated European <laughs> football. Can you compare them? Is there a better league, La Liga or the EPL? Well, uh, that, that's a good question. But I think uh, for me, I, I hate comparisons and uh, I will not compare. But what I would say is uh, I think the, uh, the Premier League is more competitive and you know, anyone can win the league at any any, any time, and you know, look at Seriously, the La Liga. Even a small team in the EPL. Oh, yeah, come on. and the La Liga is mostly the between Barcelona and uh, and Real Madrid uh, most of the time. So, for me, I think uh, I'm gonna go for the for the Premier League because it's more competitive, and you know, no, there's no easy games. Mm. Speaking about the Premier League, as we wrap this one up. We were talking about some of your highlights, and you mentioned that goal, um, the, the goal against Barcelona, the goal against Arsenal. And in both those goals, the one man involved in them was Frank Lampard. <laughs> Tell us about your relationship, because you guys almost seemed always in sync on the pitch. Uh, I mean, uh, we, we, we have a very good relationship. I mean, uh, I play alongside him, and uh, he's, you know, we're always close to each other, and yeah. Both two go, the two goals I scored, he was uh, he was involved, so it's quite it was quite a special one, and uh, yeah, it's I mean it's, it's it's amazing to to play alongside him. Yeah. You think he'll make a good manager? Well, I think so. I think so. I think he he will do a good job because uh, he knows the club and uh, mm-hmm. he knows everyone around, and he's gonna get all the help and the help he needs so yeah I think it's, it's a good one we're all keeping our fingers crossed for him to, to do well and as we wrap this interview up with Michael Essien you're also kind of getting into management is that is that correct we understand that you <laughs> might be a player coach <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to do my coaching budgets and, uh, and then see what happens yeah so you would like to is that where you would like to because not every footballer I remember talking to Lucas Khatebo on many occasions and he always said that for him um, he didn't see himself as a coach or a manager but that clearly looks like something that you are trying uh, to get why into. not I mean I'm a, I'm a football man and I love football so why not uh, you know help the young ones to to achieve something in their career so yeah okay 
Yeah. And lastly, in terms of the EPL, we always get this at the beginning of the season. People predict. We watched the the, 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 the charity shield yesterday between Manchester City and Liverpool. And I, I'm sure we'll be seeing a lot more of those two teams. Pep Guardiola believes it'll be them two again that will be fighting it out for the title. Do you think there'll be anyone else that can upset the two? Or is it once again City versus Liverpool? Oh, well, can Chelsea <laughs> City Liverpool are always going to be there? But you have the likes of Tottenham, who they've been knocking at the door for for a few years, and uh, I mean, uh, keeping my fingers crossed for Chelsea as well, you know. And uh, we have the likes of Manchester United too. So, as you know, the EPL is not is not is not an easy place, and anyone can come up from anywhere to to snatch it. So we just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, we look forward to it. It's going to be an exciting season. Lastly, uh, uh, Michael, as we say, thank you for joining us here. And again, celebrate a man who's done. He's probably one of the biggest stars in world football. He's played in so many leagues, Serie A, La Liga, the Premier League. He played in France. And of course, the Black Stars is where many of us also fell in love with him. Those of us who love African football. He knows what it takes to be a king of Europe. And of course, Budweiser calling on the fans to become kings themselves. Follow me on social media at Musi Whitehead. I'll be sharing some of that information with you about how you can get involved and get closer to the game, the EPL and La Liga as well. Messi or Ronaldo? I was on a flight for eight hours from Senegal this Friday. And I was listening to a podcast that's done by Gary Lineker. A beautiful podcast. And one of the debates, one of the most popular episodes is the Messi Ronaldo one. It's a debate that always goes and I keep saying they are different players. You cannot compare them. But it's one that will always go on. Do you have an opinion? <laughs> well, I don't think so. I think uh, well, as you said, they are both different players and uh, I know I get I get these questions very often and uh, you know, as I said, I, I, I hate I hate comparing the comparisons and stuff like that. But I think uh, well, Messi is, is very talented. I mean, he's he's gifted, and Ronaldo on the other side is uh, is very hardworking guy, and you know. So I mean, uh, I've you know, they are these two players, you know, and I'm, I'm very proud to be, you know, they're in my generation to see them play. And, Th- that's uh, what I was going to ask you because play, you played against <laughs> playing them. against them, playing with them, and uh, it's you know, it's an honor. So yeah. I've, for me to choose one is going to be a difficult one, but I mean... Okay, uh, so perhaps this is the more important question. Mm-hmm. Having played with one of them, what was he like in, you know, what 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 was it like to play with them? I mean, Ronaldo is... Uh, in the same I mean, team, who, yeah. who, Everyone who knows him is knows him as a very hardworking guy and he's very professional, you know. And he, he works really hard, so he deserves everything everything in football, you know, and all the success he's, he's been getting, I mean, he deserves it because he's such a, a professional player. I've never seen uh, such a professional like him. Uh, so. Yeah. Michael, you are a star and will always remain a star in my books. I always go and watch your goal every now and again, go down memory lane. And what you did for Chelsea, especially in that uh, generation of players that put the African continent firmly on the map in that wonderful Chelsea generation alongside the likes of Didier Drogba, Frank Lampard and others was absolutely magnificent. Thank you for your service to the continent and uh, I hope that you will find similar success in your life after football on the pitch and hopefully you and I both will live to see the day that a Ghana or a Bafana Bafana go and win the World Cup. 
Hopefully. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> ah, thank you. And uh, follow me on social. I'll be sharing uh, all the stuff about how you as a fan, how we can get involved with the game. Uh, of course, uh, Budweiser making it possible, making us... Uh, dream of being kings and bringing the game closer to the fans the EPL in particular coming to us for countries around the world and of course South Africa is one where this league is loved Rewinding Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind Visit kayafm.co.za for more